three chords and the truth. A program showcasing the best in alternative roots and Americana music. Yeah. With your hosts, Paddy McHugh and Jen Mize. Music, interviews and musings. Right here on 989 FM for the best country. That's right, you're tuned into Three Chords and the Truth. My name is Jen Mize, and as always, I am joined in the studio here at 98.9 by my friend, my compatriot, my pal, Patty McHugh. Hey, Jen. Hey, Patty. How are you going? I'm pumped. Yeah, man. Me too. Yeah, we've got it's, a great show today. It's a pumped show tonight. It is. It's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the kind of thing you get excited for. Yeah, like I'm, I'm moving. I'm bobbing. I'm weaving. Man, I love sharing songs with with you and with the wider audience if they're li- when they're yeah. listening. I love it. I love it's it. a lot of fun. It is. It is. But look, Jen, before we get to the fun, we yes. are going to, t- on a serious note, stop and acknowledge the Jaguar people as the traditional custodians of the land and waters here in the west end of Brisbane where this show is recorded. We would like... We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of all the lands where this show is broadcast. Absolutely. That's right. All right, Jen, this week's episode is all about live recordings. So it's about not live shows, but recordings of musicians playing in a live setting. Yes. This is a huge thing because nearly every artist at some point in their career will release a live recording at some point. And in the age of phones in at every gig – like and all, and the age of like you know COVID with all this recording and people produ- putting stuff out, there is so much live recorded music out there now. Yes, we are absolutely spoiled for choice. So look, we're not even going to scrape the edges tonight. We're just going to no, get few, barely, barely. But look, we're also going to do something different. We're going to be doing double headers all night. We're going to play two tracks from each other. Yeah, you want to get a feeling of a live thing. You want to yeah. you want to feel. You want to get that crowd, that feeling, and they're like they're usually extended songs too, so the songs go a little bit longer. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure this will be the first of many live shows. Yeah, uh, I ain't mad at the idea. And we've also got a really special guest in the form of Lachlan Bryan from That's Lachlan right. Bryan and the Wilds. Yes. Um, he's just put out with his band a great live record, so we're going to talk to him about live music and that process, and mm-hmm. that'll be a fun chat coming up, so stay tuned. That's right. But we're going to start with the Wood Brothers, Jen. Yeah, one of my very favourite bands, and uh, we're going to do a double header. Yep. So we're going to start with Honey Jar, and then we're going to finish with I Got Loaded. Both, of course, live recordings. You get some kissing back Every night you get the same old dream There's a spoonful of honey Where your heart should be And there's a honey drip Off of your spoon Green eyes 
You are on three chords in the truth, and our episode tonight is playing nothing but uh, songs recorded live from live us. recordings. Yeah. Amen. Now, next up is our guest this week, yes. who we'll be speaking to after we play this track. This is off a record they've just released, uh, a bunch of live tracks from their entire catalogue. Yes. Fantastic album. Um, this is Lachlan Bryan and the Wilds. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen, get ready to correct me here because yes. this track is a mouthful. The song is called "Portrait of the Artist as a Middle Aged Man." Yes, I nailed it. Yes, you did. Yeah. All right. So we'll spin this and afterwards we'll have a chat with Locke. Um, We're going to actually interrupt the sound check to talk. (laughs) Yeah, because this is live. How appropriate. It's about live. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a black widow spider or a skinny young blonde? 
that he's waiting for down by the nail salon. And there's a blood on his shoulder, a little on his cheek. He told her he'd be home inside a week. He said he just needs a little time to clear out his head. A few good nights sleeping on a cheap motel bed. In a little town somewhere north of Sydney, by the beach, where everyone's a little out of reach. Yeah, it's just a portrait of the artist as a middle-aged man, staring blankly at the canvas with his trembling hand. While back at home they're hanging tinsel and fighting back the tears. Singing Christmas songs around here Cause here it's just shampoo and conditioner In a crumpled shopping bag He's got the Avis Nissan microcar keys in his other hand And he looks down at the ocean At the end of the road He thinks he'd rather drown than charge up his phone Raining on the Hawksbury, slippery on the road. She's dialing up another song it doesn't know. Some girls quite like country music, but that's not so common now. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's just a portrait of the driver as a middle-aged man. Shotgun is a woman that he can never understand She's got her feet up on the dashboard While he fumbles for the gears Neither one's been so dissatisfied in years But have you ever seen the city From a rental car at night Through a foggy rearview mirror It's a melancholy sight when you bit the hand that fed you And heard the ones you loved the most Well, it's best you just keep driving up the coast his credit card while he's gathering up his thoughts she got peroxide and a ponytail and cut off denim shorts be a midriff and a bracelet that was just this morning boy you see it all ends up as evidence in court yeah it's just a portrait of the husband as a middle-aged man Standing there all stripped to bare and covered in fake tan well, She's dancing in the shallows while he's clinging to his beard Who knows, he could be dead inside a year Yeah, it's just a portrait of the 
him disappear Any luck and he'll be dead inside a year While back at home they're hanging tinsel And fighting back the tears No one's singing Christmas songs around here You're tuned into Three Chords and the Truth, and we've got someone special on the phone with us right now. Um, calling in, we called him in Adelaide. Yes. He's actually in the middle of doing a show and a tour. This is Lachlan Bryan from Lachlan Bryan in the Wilds. How you doing, Lachlan? I'm doing really well, Jen, Patty. Nice to hear your voices. It's been a long time. Yeah, mate, it's great to have you back on the show. And look, um, you know, you said uh, you're a bit worried about a bit of the sound in the background. I said, look, no, this is great. We're doing this show about live recordings and live performance. And look, your band is a band that shines live. Um, Mm. I've seen you guys play a lot of times and, and, you know, you're great on record, but you're also great on stage. Um, And what do you think the big difference is between, you know, when you're listening to music, listening to a live recording versus, you know, just off the record? Uh, well, firstly, thank you. I, that's, I've never been sure whether we're any good live or not, and it definitely varies from night to night. Uh, but in terms of, but look, I think one thing that you probably find on a live record is you're hearing a band that, well, usually you'd be hearing a band or an artist that is really, really comfortable with the songs. You know, I think when you make your first album, and maybe one of the reasons why a lot of people's first record can be their definitive record is they've been sitting on the songs for three years, they've been playing them live, or sometimes 10 years, they've been playing them live, then they go to the studio and record them, and they're really familiar with the songs, whereas once you kind of get out of that cycle, uh, the cycle changes and you're recording songs that you've never played live. Mm. So I think when you hear a live record of a band that is you know, reasonably established, uh, usually it means they've got really used to those songs that they might have been playing for the first or second time in the studio. And and I can tell you, like, on, on our record, there's songs on there that it's probably the hundredth time we've played them when you hear them on the live record, but the studio version might have been the first or second take. So yeah. I think just the familiarity with the songs, the comfort with the songs, you know, you kind of learn what your own songs mean even after a while. And I, I reckon that is why... Some songs, some records work better. Some artists even work, work better live. Mm. Yeah. Well, so when you, di- when you guys decided, when you and the Wilds decided to put out a live record, was it the fact that you had heard some live records before and you, you were into it that made you do it? And if so, whose live records? Uh, you know what? The main reason was the fact that we were locked in our houses in in melbourne and we couldn't even see each other we wanted to make music together there you go uh but but we we couldn't get in the room together so we went back to a whole lot of live recordings that we'd made and i don't know if you picked this up but this isn't just over one gig this this is the live record has taken over several gigs um we we went back and listened to some live recordings that we'd made that We'd had the intention of maybe doing something live one day, but we'd sort of forgotten about it for a year or so. We got excited by making new music. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, the second lockdown happened in Melbourne and we, we weren't allowed to travel more than five kilometres from our houses, so we couldn't go to the studio. Damien and I couldn't work together. Um, but, but listening back and selecting songs out of these um, desk tapes, essentially, they were multi-tracks from the desk, mm-hmm. um, that was something that we could do. You know, that, mm-hmm. And... and um, we did listen to some, some live records 
in the process to kind of see if, you know, just to make sure we weren't going to embarrass ourselves, to make sure that we didn't play significantly worse life than everyone else did. Um, <laughs> and, and my favourites are those, I think, uh, well, my, probably my favourite record is um, uh, Nighthawks at the Diner uh, by yeah. Tom Waits. Yeah, man. Um, that, that's a big one for me. But I also was interested in, in some records, like particularly it seems like from the 70s, um, like Jackson Brown and, and um, uh, even Neil Young, uh, Judy Sill, I think that there were some records that, that I was familiar with where just one or two songs on the record were live, not even the whole record. Yeah. Um, so, so that kind of interested me. And, and, and the fact that you could, you know, that those songs stood up amongst studio mm. recordings um, made me feel confident, more confident, without comparing ourselves to those great artists, but made, made, made me feel more confident that you know, it, it could be pulled off if we actually spent the time on, on and the diligence in mixing it the way you would with a studio record. Absolutely. Well, I think you've pulled it off. The The record's great. I've had the pleasure of, of listening to it. Listen. And I didn't realise it was multiple shows. I, th- I thought it was, uh, you know, edited, but I didn't realise it was from across different locations. It's been done very well. Well, you would have definitely picked up that a lot. That some of my talking was edited out because you've probably seen me play and see how much I ramble <laughs> on. And the rambles are kept short on, on this one. <laughs> I need I need add that kind of editing in a live situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can actually, though, if, if anyone's thinking of making a live record, in hindsight, I think there's one thing about our band that made it, made it work a bit easier, and that is that we have the sound on stage really quiet. Mm. Uh, yes. I notice when I get on stage with other bands, um, particularly if I've been at Tamworth and I get on stage with Spaceless Man or, or Kevin Bennett and the Flood, that these bands that have been like from the rock and roll era, the stage is so loud. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, how can you guys like hear after this? Whereas if you, if you get on stage with us, um, you could probably just have a normal conversation with each other on stage. It's loud out front, but, but we keep it really quiet on stage. And I definitely think that was an advantage in, mm. when it came to, to actually trying to mix the record. Yeah, yeah, man. I made the mistake of my last my last gig with the Rough and Tumble. I didn't have in-ears. And if anyone's played in front of Steve Fernley before and then two <laughs> guitarists, you realize that uh, that was a mistake. I will always have an in-ear from this point forward because I was pushing. It's funny that, you know. Steve, <laughs> funny that Steve Fernley plays with both those bands. That That's correct. He's, yeah, he's got a lot of well. stick. And like part of yeah. you know the kind of band that... My band is. It needs that stick, but I will definitely be using Absolutely. in-ears from this this point forward. That's well, for sure. Yeah, I I haven't had good experiences with in-ears, but but if if you if you can make them work, then uh, go for it. It's just a little extra me and in, into me. That's just it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us tonight, and you know, jumping out of soundcheck to have this yarn. We we appreciate it. Um, and we're going to spin spin another track off the album um, as we go off now. This one's called Doug Demona. Do you want to give us a, a, a quick um, you know rundown of the song? Well, you know, I, I obviously I've introduced this many times over the years. The story keeps changing. It, it did originate. <laughs> it did. I can confirm it did originate from a conversation I had with a, a woman who introduced herself to be a voodoo priestess. Uh, I was in New York, but she was from Haiti. And she was talking about our trip to New Orleans, and and the story is entirely fictitious because we just had a wonderful time when we went to New Orleans, and I didn't get abandoned at the side of the road by anybody. Uh, <laughs> but 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 she did stir my imagination, and uh, and I co-wrote the song. I told the story to uh, a, a friend of mine 
um, down in, in in Nashville, and and we wrote the song together, and and uh, you know, eventually uh, it became what it is, and eventually the, the story changed and changed, but that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's live performance, isn't it? You have to retell it a hundred times, it evolved. Exactly. All right, look, well, thanks again, mate. We appreciate it. Hope to catch up with you at a live show soon. And, um, yeah, this is uh, Lachlan Bryan and the Wilds off their new record, which is a bunch of live tracks that we encourage you to go check out, and this track is called Doug Demona. said to myself What's the worst that could happen I was a stranger In a strange world No surprise That I should meet a girl With carol skin The way she moved as she was laughing And how the time was passing The late night bar Down on the Lower East Side she said maybe we should go down to New Orleans I got some friends down And they can show you some things Ain't got nothing to do And nowhere to be today and I've already put a curse on you Already put a curse on you Anyway Got to sleep that night I had a dream I was walking Down Bourbon Street And it was Halloween I had a feeling like the voodoo Was inside of me And a Creole band Played a strange little chapter That I couldn't play But I'd heard before And when I woke up I was in her car singing Maybe we should go down to New Orleans I got some friends down They could show you some things Ain't got nothing to do And nowhere to be today I've already put a curse on you Already put a curse on you Anyway Sun came up east of the Doug Demona. She wasn't there, I was behind the wheel. A single black crow flew south. Singing, maybe we should go down to New Orleans. I know a girl down there 
she could show you some things. Ain't got nothing to do, nowhere to be today. I've already put a curse on you. Already put a curse on you. Maybe we should go down to New Orleans. I got some friends down, and they could show you some things. Ain't got nothing to do, nowhere to be today. I've already put a curse on you. Already put a curse on you. Anyway. Jen Wise, I'm going to take a moment of your time to talk about our wonderful sponsor, Second Radio Clothing. I'm going to allow you to do that, yep. Those Those kind folk at Second yes. Radio Clothing uh, help support us by um, sponsoring the show mm-hmm. and sponsoring community radio in general. What they do is they sell a really cool range of country music-inspired urban streetwear, lots of cool designs. Um, yeah, and they're a supporter of our show. We, we appreciate it. We really do appreciate them supporting the show. And if you want to support the show by getting yourself a piece of that second rodeo clothing, you can go to 989fm.com.au and there's three different t-shirt designs you can choose from there. Or you can go to secondrodeoclothing.com and check out their range of cool country-inspired designs. Yeah, yeah man. Clothing. Living life like a country song. Second radio clothing. I want to live my life like a country song. Every week I say, Jen, depends on the song. Yeah, no, I don't want my dog to die. No. I'm pretty attached to my dog. Yeah, that'd be sad. Yeah. Yeah, or my wife to cheat on me, or the crop to fail. Or my truck to get stolen. Mm. Yeah, these are things These are things I don't want. But yeah, if, if I'm living my life like a country song, mm. I can get my toes in the sand. Yeah. I, I can get my- a beer in my hand. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> You're tuned to Three Chords and the Truth, a weekly hoedown showcasing the best in Americana music with your hosts, Paddy McHugh and Jen Mize. All right, now, Jen, this week's show is all about live uh, recordings. That's so, right. Um, not live gigs. We're talking about when you capture the live sound on a record. What I really like about live recordings is it provides access in times or in circumstances where there usually isn't access. So that could be, you know, an artist that has passed away before your time, you know, mm. and, you know, I'll never get to see Jimi Hendrix live because, you know, he's gone before I was, was here. But like by engaging with his live recordings, as I did as a kid, yeah. I felt like I had a taste of that. You know, you felt felt, like you were there. Yeah. Because it was that cap, that time captured. That's that, right. That moment captured. That vibe. And, you know, and while yeah. it's not the same as going and seeing a live show, and we encourage you to still do that because mm. we artists need support, but... You know, it's the next best thing and, and it can really transform you somewhere beyond the recording and into some of a space and a time and a place and a feeling. Yeah, well, like like the Allman Brothers live at the Fillmore East. Like that is one of the best live recordings of, of a band ever. Mm, and on fire. And yeah, just, and, and, and one of the few recordings of Dwayne. Mm, there you go. Like you got it. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, uh, you know, in talking about access and live live recordings providing access, mm-hmm. like in these times of COVID, as, as Lachlan touched on in, in the, the interview we just did, um, 
you know, this has been a way for people to, to, to access music and human connection. And while it's not as good as going to a gig, when, when the option of going to the gig is taken away from you, this it's not everything, but it's something important. And it was for me anyway, like not only playing live shows during mm. the COVID period, but like watching people and having that connection and going, well, they're putting this out there for me and, and recording this for me and or not just for me, but for us, you know, yeah. the greater good. And, and that was a beautiful thing as well. And having that hope that we're going to get back to something closer to normal at some point. And we're all going to be able to go to gigs and enjoy live music again. Mm. I think we're going to get there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. And in the meantime, we will listen to live recordings. We shall. Like, um, I'm going to I'm going to hijack this one. I want to I want to play it. a double header. Um, this is one of my favorite bands of the last you know long while ever um, ever. <laughs> yeah, they're called the Drive By Truckers. Yes. They're like Southern Goth rock sort of. Thing. They're, they're, they're pioneers. A little uh, edgy, a little in your face. I like a little them. in your face. Yeah, mm-hmm. political. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know me. But look, you know, one of their founding or early members was Jason Isbell, who's yeah. gone on to be. Yep, honestly, one yep. of our best songwriters of our era. Period. Yep. You, and anyone who wants to argue with that, call me up, write me a letter, <laughs> like, and we'll I'll post have your a, phone number on the we'll, on the website. We'll have we'll have a good long chat because I will sway you. And uh, look, I, I had the pleasure of seeing this band live and, and I, oh, wow. I get a lot of pleasure out of um, listening to the live recordings too because they're just one of those bands that were born on the road, formed on the road mm. and um, it's really captured in their, their various live recordings. So this mm. is just a snippet of two of them. So the tracks that we're going to play, I'm going to start with um, one called my favourite live track from theirs. It's called I Used to Be a Cop. Yep. Um, that sounds like the truckers. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it might have to have a language warning for that one. I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, listen through and might have to check that. we'll beep it if we have yeah. to. Um, and then also followed by uh, a track called It's Life from Alabama and it's Decoration Day um, sung by Jason Isbell playing the lead guitar in the yeah, band Drive man. by Truckers. Here we go. Yeah. 
There's nothing left to lose, nothing matters anyhow Decoration Day 
have a mind to roll a stone on his grave what would he say he'd say keeping me down ain't gonna keep you away it's decoration day and I knew the hill boys had put him away But my daddy wasn't afraid He said we'd fight till the last loss since the last living day Well, I never knew how it all got started Problem with Holland before we were born Just couldn't walk anymore But I know the caliber in Daddy's chest I know what Holland Hill drive Stay to let him go But I guess it was best Cause nobody needs all those losses alive
have a mind to go piss on his grave If I'd have been a heel, I'd have put him away And I'd fought till the last loss and the last living day I'd fight till the last loss and the last living day I'd fight till the last loss and the last living day Jen Myers, well, that brings us to the end of our show, sponsored, of course, by the lovely Second Rodeo Clothing. Yeah, Second Rodeo. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, that was fun. Oh, yeah. man. Live recordings. I'm having a blast. We're going to do more of these. Yeah, we yeah. got to do a lot more because there's a lot of great live stuff out there. There is. Yeah. There is. Uh, look, we're going to go out with mm-hmm. another doubleheader because we'll keep the thing going. We've done mm-hmm. it all this episode mm-hmm. from a band called Lake Street Dive. If you don't know Lake Street Dive... Seriously. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Yeah, honestly. Well, you're going to hear them in a second, so yeah. you're going to have a favor in your ears. You're welcome, FYI. Yeah, this this, <laughs> this is one of those bands that like just blows me away. The oh, It's just so good. And live is where they really shine too. Yeah, um, the, the level of musicianship is unparalleled. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. So the first track is going gonna, is gonna to be a Michael Jackson or Jackson 5 cover, I Want You Back, played live on the streets of Boston. Mm-hmm. Then straight after that, it's a song called uh, What Am I Doing Here, um, which is um, in the studio, but it's a live take. And if you want to go and see the YouTube video that accompanies this, it's just stick a camera in Rachel Price, the front woman's face, and hit record, and this is the magic that, that comes out. It's, it's absolutely incredible. We played it yeah. before on this show, but it's worth playing again. Absolutely. All right, Jen, we'll, we'll let Lake Street Dive sign it off. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we really appreciate all the love and support. Yeah, reach out to us on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and all that stuff, and we'll see you next week. Catch you next week. I didn't want you around 
picked you from the bunch One glance was all it took Now it's a much too late for me I've longed for your time 
Messing around with these other fools 